What's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show, Aftershocks TV, and Heavy Metal Television. And I am now on Cameo. That's right. If you need a message sent to somebody, maybe it's happy birthday. Maybe it's get out of here. Hit the street. You're fired. I don't care what it is. Firing a girlfriend, firing a boyfriend, firing an employee, wishing them well. Whatever it is, I'm on Cameo. I'm here to deliver the message. I'll do it in my unique way so you can imagine it'll have some profanity in it and it'll be a little bit filthy but that's okay because that's probably what you guys want from me anyway so check me out cameo.com slash chris aiken again cameo.com slash chris aiken book me and i will deliver whatever message it is that you need delivered and it's cheap so go do it all right later It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard something from uh, the lone album from the band New American Shame with Broken Bones. And just heard something from Kicks there with uh, something from their Hotwire release with Girl Money. And a guy knows a little bit about spending some girl money. My good friend, partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? How we doing? Good, good. You've uh, been MIA all week. I've been staring at code all week. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a stressful week myself. It's it's been uh, balls out busy for me. So uh, you know, well, at least you get a break. Yeah. Well, that this is th- this will be the first time in twenty five years that I've actually taken a whole week of vacation. Wow. Did your bosses beg you not to? No, it's you know the whole story about uh, hiring an assistant, and she yeah. didn't work out, and we were kind of depending on her to kind of pick up the slack in my absence, and sure. she, she's no longer with us, so everybody else has got to man the uh, man the um, guns right. and uh, try to weather the storm during my absence. I could just see it now. Your boss going, oh, Wendell, would it be so hard to keep a laptop with you? Maybe a portable phone. <laughs> no, it wasn't anything like that. They they were both very like, uh, go have a good time. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. I just like, okay, I'm not going to worry about anything, but I'm not worried about while I'm gone. I'm just concerned about coming back. <laughs> well, you know, it wouldn't be that hard to do quotes from the boat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so uh yeah i fly out to la tomorrow um i gotta leave the house here probably about uh about 9 30 i think and uh my my plane takes off at about uh 10 minutes to one okay so uh it's about a 90 minute ride out to o'hare for me so right. i gotta drive out and then park and shuttle and you know all that fun shit and then uh, head out to L.A. and uh, I'll be meeting Don. He gets in about 20 minutes before me. Okay. And, and then John is picking us both up. And then we're going down to San Pedro where the boat, uh, you know, the boat is docked. And you take so, off when? Monday? Monday or yeah, Tuesday? Monday morning. Monday morning. Okay. Early. We, I think lobby calls like 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 
Uh, get just get yourself a a drink or three, and you know, <laughs> I can promise you that's what everybody else on the boat is going to be doing. They're going to be having their seven a.m. vodka tonics and yeah, getting well, ready. You know, well, you know, uh, docking plays Monday night. Oh, so you guys can't drink? No, they play Monday <laughs> night and they play Thursday. Okay. Yeah, so they play two nights uh, during the cruise. So uh, yeah, Monday is bond. They're they're on the Bon Voyage uh, uh, opening. Uh, we want a concert, I guess. Right. Well, what time do they play Monday night? Uh, I believe they play from nine thirty to eleven. Oh shit! You guys could drink till about two in the afternoon <laughs> and go take a nap. Good to go. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I don't know what the protocol is. I just know that they're picking. You know, the 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 porter or whoever they're picking us up at the hotel at like seven or seven thirty and right. shuttling us to the boat, and then I guess. I guess we have to relinquish all of our baggage because it has to go through customs. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they got to check for booze and illegal substances. Sure. <laughs> that kind of shit, you know, and uh, so on and so forth. So, you know, I, I could I could tell Don was a little apprehensive about doing this. He's never done a cruise either. Okay. He says in all, you know, all his years, he's never taken a cruise. And so this is a new thing. And, uh, you know, he, he called me about an hour ago. Okay. And I just was just like, uh, so, uh, you all good. Are you ready? You got it? Any, any issues? Any, you all good? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Don. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. You know, this should be good for all of us. I think I'm, I'm thinking that we should have some fun. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I can just kind of tell it's sort of like, uh, this is a whole week. Yeah. Just tell him, relax, go in the house, watch Titanic or something to take your mind <laughs> off it. Just relax. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think it's it's so much that it's just that you know, just being on a ship for a week, you know, yeah. it's fun, man. Well, uh, it, it'd be uh, different kind of fun for him because because yeah. he's known, you know, he's not going to yeah, go anywhere yeah, without yeah. some dick yeah. wanting to take yeah, his fucking well, picture. But is, which is why I'm here. That's that. That's the only reason I'm on this ship is because of that. Yeah, you know, so because I got a run point for him wherever sure. it is that he goes, because you know, obviously with his surgery that he had, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he, he his his right hand is still kind of messed up, and people want to have autographs and pictures and you know that kind of stuff, and you gotta and they want you to sign fifteen things, and you know, mm-hmm. you need somebody there to go. No, one thing you get, sure. you get one thing you get two things maybe at the most. Yeah, here's a quick snap. All right, you got to move along. Yeah. Well, I, and, but you know what, with Don and I, and I'm, I'm guessing, but this is guessing from knowing Don a little bit, he's fucking absolutely nutty, crazy about it right now. <laughs> and once he gets on the boat though, he will, he will love the fact that, that he's a fucking superstar again. Yeah. He will, yeah. he will, as long as people aren't dicky and grabbing him and stuff, as long as people, and that's where you come in, Yeah, but, of course. you know, as long as he can walk around, I, I know Don. Yeah, he will take every motherfucking picture every time somebody comes up and goes, Don, will you take a picture? Yeah, well, he will yeah, take yeah, that photo. Well, yeah, he, he's very, he's very generous about that. Sure. I, I think it's the the other thing that you're talking about. People wanting to grab on him and mm-hmm. I want to shake your hand and this and that, you know, with his right hand being kind yeah. of messed up. That's the hand he would use to shake hands with. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, you know, here, can you sign this? And he's a right handed guy. So, so he. <laughs> the whole thing you know so it's just like you got to kind of kind of keep people at bay a little bit you know dude here's the move yeah every time somebody asks don for an autograph you need to get all gruff with them and go what you don't want my autograph (laughs) 
and then make them wonder who the fuck you are and think that yeah. you're somebody and what just play the what exactly but how funny how awkward would that be for yeah. every single person that doesn't know who you are right if if when you ask Dom, what you don't want mine <laughs> yeah. No, uh, 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 yeah, sure. You won't know yeah, what to funny. hand you to get signed or nothing. That's, that's funny. <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, it, it should be interesting. I mean, it'll be fun hanging out with John and Chris and BJ and Don, and you know, it'll just be the five five musketeers. You know, sure. just <laughs> just hanging out and cutting up mm -hmm. and joking and well, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that, that should be a good time. You know, it'll be fun. I mean, first of all, it's a kiss cruise, so everybody's of like mind. That's a mm -hmm. good thing. You know, it isn't like you're going to have a bunch of fucking trailer trash douchebags. I mean, you will, but it won't be trailer trash douchebags that are, um, you know, not like-minded as far as their interests. And sure. there's a lot of shit to do on a. If your cruise is like mine, and what what what's the cruise line? Who's the? It's uh, I it's Royal it. Caribbean or no 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 no. It's um, I'll tell you here in just a second. Hmm. I, I know what it is. I just can't think of it. It's something Swedish, Swedish, something or other. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I, I was on the cheapest one, whatever the cheap one is, the the one that you see the commercials for all the time. Yeah, yeah, the, the carnival cruise. Carnival. I was on a carnival cruise and, and it was, I mean, we had a great time. I had, let me put it another way. I had a great time. The wife complained the whole time, but yeah. I had a great time. And they um, all yeah, they all do. But um, you know, I mean, we went at, at nights, we went and did karaoke some nights. We went to a comedy thing one night, like they have clubs, they have casino on the boat, you know, you can go play some cards or go do sure. some, some gambling or whatever. There's a lot to do other than stand around and watch, you know, Jackal on the fucking boat playing the lumberjack song or whatever. Yeah. It's called the uh, Norwegian jewel. Oh yeah, yeah. Norwegian, Norwegian's a pretty good cruise. You, dude, yeah. they'll have everything for you guys to do. I, I don't doubt it. I'm not, I'm not concerned about the cruise at all. You know, it, it's just getting there. It's just the, mm -hmm. the hassle of getting, you know, flying out and getting checked in and getting shuttled and down to the down to San Pedro and onto the boat and going through the, you know, the check-in. Yeah. You know, but once you get through all that, then it'll you know smooth sailing oh yeah once you get through the pain in the ass of the the cattle call you know lined up like cattle to take a bolt in your head yeah. you know then once you get on there i'm telling you dude when i got when i went on my cruise as soon as we got past all that got on the boat you know the first thing we did was got our little pass or whatever it was for um unlimited alcohol and oh boy i was off to the races <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, uh, you know, everybody's got the Don's got the club balcony suite, which is, you know, pretty nice, pretty nice accommodations. And right. then, uh, then everybody else has the balcony suites. Well, those so, are not dude. The balcony's great, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. The only thing that's going to probably annoy you is because, and, and I only say this because you stay in like bigger, bigger suites and stuff and mm -hmm. first class airplane and stuff. Yeah. You're going to you're going to be very uncomfortable, not that you'll be in the room long, but when you're in the room cuz it's nice, but it you know, it feels like a closet. It yeah, definitely well, feels very small. <laughs> well, according accord I you know, I looked at all the things on the cruise line thing and and the um let's see what's the size of these rooms. Uh they're 30 by 30. No, two hundred. It's it's <laughs> 200 to 249 square feet. Oh, so it's the size of Rev's apartment. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, yeah. you know, that's funny. You said that because when I read the, the description of the room and yeah. that's what made me laugh because I thought of that. <laughs> How's that 300 square foot apartment working out for you? <laughs> One of the all time smashes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it looks good. Looks yeah. Good. yeah. You'll have fun. I have no doubt in my mind. You guys will have fun. Not just you, but the, the whole, the whole band and you know, get out, you know, as long as Don can get out and do stuff, which I'm sure he can. I mean, I know a million other bands that have done these things and none of them have come back and said, man, it was the worst fucking time of my life. So I'm sure you guys will be able to, they must have some kind of activities or something for the bands where you're not, you know, just mauled by the fucking fans. (laughs) Or, or you feel like you're, you got to stay in your room all the time. Yeah, well, and the truth is, is a lot of the fans, most of the day will be on the main deck watching the bands. Sure. So, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the fan people, you go and have a drink or some lunch somewhere, somewhere decent, you know, you'll have some fucking morons that are there looking, doing this number. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's Don talking over there. Yeah. Hey, see if you could sneak your iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, speaking of that, um, uh, Anthony Cumia was in town this week. Oh yeah. With, uh, Gavin. Did and you go? I, I, I didn't know he was here. I, oh, didn't, wow. I didn't know. I didn't realize, well, Taylor went out and she was shooting me photos from the bar Comedy club and taking pictures of Anthony standing out there yapping with people. And she's right. Sent me a, she sent me a text. I, I shook Anthony Cumia's hand. Nice. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Oh, surprised he didn't want to bang her. She's right in the age range. Yeah, really? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she, I didn't realize that, that, uh, he was in town. Had I known, I, I probably would have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, didn't know. I had no I idea. Just, I just wasn't keeping up. Yeah. Well, you'll hear about it three weeks from now on YouTube. Hey, we'll be in Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's, that'll, that'll be a interesting thing. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, I got to cut out of here about nine 30 or so okay. and drive out and, you know, get, get on the plane and, uh, do this thing. So, uh, yeah. And then, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, uh, we have to be shuttled at seven in the morning on Monday morning. And right. then the, the boat, uh, deboards next Saturday at seven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. And you know what, Dan, that is, you want to talk about the worst feeling in the world. And I'll, I'll, I'll wait two weeks to get your story on that. I know when we did it, man, they can't push you off the boat quicker. If they were throwing you off the boat, right? That boat lands in the dock and they're like, All right, they might as well be in the hallways going, everybody out, everybody <laughs> get, the get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really like the boat docks and they're like, get out, move it along, move it along. They like, got to get everybody off the boat by if the boat docks at seven, they need yeah. you all off the boat by like seven ten, Exactly. So yeah. that they can clean the boat because it's, they got to clean a huge boat and they got to get yeah. it. Yeah. especially on that cruise, they probably, it's probably the same one they're using for the next week. Or, yeah. For the second leg. So yeah, it, it's uh get us off at seven in the morning on Saturday so they can start reloading people Monday morning at seven. Yeah. That's right. So, so you know they, they got like a forty-eight hour turnaround. Yeah, and if they don't do it right, then you got the COVID cruise line for week two. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, I get I get back Saturday evening. Um, my plane lands next Saturday about uh, 
10 after eight. Okay. So, so I should be home by, um, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have a, I'll have a story for you. I'm sure. in in uh, in two weeks from now. Yeah. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So, well, cool, man. Well, good on you going out, yeah. having some fun. Yep. Well, as I mentioned last week, yeah, I, I added a new piece of armament to the CMS Neely uh, arsenal. All right. And uh, so uh, I, I got it in my hot hands here. All right. Let's see. And I'm pretty pleased with the purchase. It's a, it's a pretty neat little gun. All right. So I want to present the new CMMG. M47. This is a um AR platform that shoots AK rounds. Wow, look at that thing. Jesus. So this this uh features the uh the uh, rock and lock uh magazine. So it's locked. There you go. Look at that thing. Wow. Just like that. Just like a AK. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, it's it's a cool little day. I, I paired it up. Uh, with a, um, uh, what the hell is this? Um, vortex scope. Okay. Red dot scope. And, uh, it's, it's an interesting, uh, little, little piece here. Yeah. You got that scope for the home protection. I'm sure. Right. (laughs) (laughs) When I got to lay a bead on somebody, it's very helpful. (laughs) You can so, shoot them at your front door from the studio. Yeah, so so it's kind of a kind of a cross between uh, a rifle and a and a long pistol. Yeah, no shit. Look at that thing. Yeah, nice. It's a scary black gun. Yeah, it's an assault rifle. It should be banned. Yeah, look at the assault rifle. It looks like it's ready to go out and assault people. Yeah, it should be banned. Yep. You better That's- hold on to that thing so it doesn't run out there and shoot people in the street by itself. Yeah, so so it's got the charging handle like uh like an AR. Yeah, but it, but it's got the but it's got the uh magazine and the and it's uh, chambered for the uh, AK. Sure. <laughs> so they call this the mutant. No, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> so. It'll mutilate whatever it's aimed at, that's for damn sure. Yep. So there you are, gunbroker.com. There you go. Cool. I picked this up for uh a mirror sixteen hundred and eighty dollars wow what a bargain it is a bargain look at that (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah got got to add to the gun collection very nice so i think this is number 11 jeez oh man you're turning into that guy yeah anthony i know brandy weaver (laughs) turning into anthony cumia (laughs) (laughs) he's he's all about the about the guns yep yeah. Sure is. I was listening to some old old O and A when he uh, got his uh, Desert Eagle, mm-hmm. his fifty cal Desert Eagle. Yeah, and um, he and uh, uh, Keith the cop, they both got one at the same time. And Keith <laughs> Keith went to the gun store to go pick his up because he and Anthony were going to go shooting. Right. And they both got him, and he said he went to get the ammo, and the guy was totally sold out. Anthony had beat him to the gun store to pick up his, and he bought all the ammo. <laughs> right, nice. He <laughs> cleaned them out. <laughs> Funny. So uh, you know stuff, stuff like that. That Desert Eagle uh, fifty cal. Those those rounds are like five bucks a piece. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not cheap. Yeah. $5 a piece. Every time mm-hmm. you squeeze that trigger, it's five bucks. Yeah. Dude, I, that's, that's in my, um, and for the judge that's, I've got those, um, those Kevlar cutters. Yeah. Those are four or $5 a piece. That's why I have like one pack of those. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy a ton. I bought like one, one box of like 20, maybe. Right. right. And that's it. Yeah. And then, uh, well, for, for that, uh, judge, you could buy those, uh, four ten shells. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah those yeah. aren't, those aren't that expensive. No, I have bunches of that. I have, yeah, I have good. a, I have a bucket of those, but I have, I have a few Kevlar cutters just in case I ever really need to, you know, in case I ever need to run through a car or something, sure. I can blow a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, I could just imagine. It's like, wow. Did you, did you ever shoot one of them? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, damn near takes your fucking arm off. Oh, it's 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 <laughs> a it's a pretty good uh oh, it's, a, it's a pack pretty good, huh? Oh yeah. When you I I mean just shooting the judge regularly, you kind of have to do the whole bracing, you know, bracing your your elbow in a little bit and your you know, just a you don't want to fucking you don't want to shoot it gangster style, that's for sure. Because you will lose you'll lose your arm. Your arm will go woo with it. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like shooting that Desert Eagle 50 cal. Yeah, same thing. But yeah, with the with the um with the Kevlar cutters in it, yeah. It's like feet. You know, the first thing I'm doing is thinking about where my feet are, that's making sure point. my elbows are tight but not locked so that it breaks my elbow, and then just boom. And it's like yeah. a goddamn bomb going off in your hand. Well, I like some of those videos that are out there online of, of people, you know, shooting, uh, you know, a high, higher, uh, power, uh, handgun for the first time and oh, yeah. not, not realizing it. And they'll go, you know, they'll, they'll Break not have part in the way and they'll come back and crack themselves right in the face. <laughs> it's like, boom. Yep. That's there, always funny. There, there's one, there's one video out there of some girl shooting a desert eagle. And, uh, she came back and smacked herself right in the head. Just <laughs> that's hilarious. Dude, the, the best one I've ever seen. And I didn't see it live. I saw it on video was guy shot. Uh, I forget what it was, but it, it was like a dirty, hairy gun. You know, one of them big, long monstrous guns. Yeah. Big 44. And, and he tried to one hand it. Yeah. And it knocked him down and he squeezed the trigger again and shot up into the fucking roof of the, yeah. of the place. I was like, you fucking dummy, you know, and, and you know, he must've immediately been escorted out of that place. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Cause there's, you know, there's a range and he's shooting the fucking roof. <laughs> and my, uh, my 44 Magnum, that, that's got a really good kick on it. Sure. And that's loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same with the judge. The judge is so loud. It actually scares you into thinking you blew your hand off. Right. Of course. Yeah. And anybody, anybody who goes out shooting, you know, if you're, even if you're out in the open and you're not wearing some kind of, uh, ear protection. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, even, even with ear protection, you, you still get a little bit of ringing. Yeah. And, and that's that. And that's outside inside in like a range, man, if you're not wearing ear protection, you will go deaf easily all that echoing and stuff that goes on in the room too. Oof. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward probably, probably around uh, Thanksgiving. I'll finally, I'll be able to take this one out and, you know, give it a whirl. There you go. Cool. So, uh, 
we usually have our our little family Thanksgiving gathering and sure. everybody brings their firearms out and we do a little shooting on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. You know, what what better way to celebrate and be thankful than than uh enjoying some firearms on well, a I'm sure you're shooting at turkeys for dinner, of course. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So good stuff. So uh CMMG uh MK yeah, MK forty seven. Nice. Yeah, the mutant. New weapon. Yeah, fun. Just I, I just I saw that, you know, that that Brandon Herrera was was uh shooting one and and uh explaining all the intricacies about it and the fact that uh you know what it's like the best of both worlds, you know, the the AR platform and the AK platform just you know had a child. Right. <laughs> you know, so just uh just an interesting weapon to have. Sure. So, what is your uh, week entail? Uh, this coming week or last week? Oh, this this past week. Um, lot of lots and lots of work. I've just been very busy with work. Um, I can announce that Billy and I officially signed paperwork this week. So, okay, I am now the uh, the official co owner of um, Audio Bay Podcasting Studios and Audio Bay Studio. Actually, we kind of worked in the actual recording studio as well. So I'm a, I'm a full-fledged partner in that, in that adventure. And, um, so what is your partnership and in, in t- title? Is it, is it sweat equity that you put in? Well, I think we're both kind of putting in sweat equity more or less. Yeah, I mean, you actually you have to pony. There, up. there was no money to pony up. I mean, yeah. he's got the studio already built, so there's nothing to buy there. And mm-hmm. everything he needs from me is out of my brain, you know, right. is all, you know, web and marketing and yeah, you know so it's, it's sweat equity yeah more or less but yeah. um mm-hmm. i mean i i have to do something like i went out there a couple weeks ago and absolutely was like okay here's what we got to fix on the fucking studio change this change this change this change that change <laughs> and i just went and gave billy and, and out to billy's credit he went and did it right away so right right you know, I, I gave him a bunch of shit to change and he changed it all up and um so now it's um you know now we're at the at the point where I'm you know writing writing pricing charts and coming up with how we're going to do business and how we're going to book business and you know putting that whole aspect of this thing together and Billy's out there finding technicians to run the you know to be um producers for the for the podcasting studio and and onward we go, man. You know. Yeah, you said let's let's not be like that shitty Cleveland sports show. No, well, we both agreed on that. That show <laughs> fucking stinks, dude. That show is so bad, and, it, and it's a shame. It's a shame. It that is, it's so it bad, and especially a show that actually has some funding behind it. Yeah, and could do really well. I mean, could it? It also has, and you wouldn't know that being here, being there, but here. The guys on the show have name recognition. Unfortunately, listening to it, you can't hear any of them talk because they're all talking at the same fucking time. Exactly. So it's just like, bah, Browns. That's what you hear. Right. It's just fucking garbage. But eh, whatever. That's their problem. You know, we're we're putting it together. We're putting together, uh, you know, we green screened up the whole room the other day and we're we're, we're getting rid of the fucking last supper table that's in there and swapping it with a smaller table, more of a rounded table, you know, that it 
can actually look like people would sit at when they're having a conversation, you know, stuff like that. Sure. So we're, we're getting it together. And then we, um, you know, another side project that I'm working on with Corey, Corey Harker is we're, we're launching me and him are launching a podcast, um, podcast hosting company. Now I'm always, you know, me, I always got a million things going on, but, um, I want to tie all that shit together. You know, that if people come in and they want a podcast here, it's all right here. Hosting, recording, video, distribution, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, one, one stop shop. Yeah. Just pay us and we'll take care of the rest. So <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that, that's pretty much been my week is doing that. And, you know, I didn't even do a bunch of interviews this week. I literally was, was, I think I did two, maybe three interviews total, which as you know, for me, is not many, but, um, you know, I just work. That's all it's been this week. Just work nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same for me. I mean, it was just, you know, for, for me all week, it was just, uh, get up, go to work, come home, crash, you know, watch something until I fall asleep, get up and do it again, you know, because it's mm -hmm. just, just mentally exhausting, you know, and of course, just trying to, trying to do a little prep ahead of time to try to set everybody up before I, you know, took off for, for sure. Week, you know, so I try to keep, keep that in mind. And, uh, so I could kind of walk out of there, uh, Friday and go, okay, I did my best. So, right. you do know, they know not to call you while you're on the boat. Yeah. Uh, what, what, how are they going to call me? I don't think I'll have cell service. Well, you might on the boat. Uh, they, you, I, I read all the things about all their internet services and, you know, they don't have much, you know, coverage and, okay. They, you know, the, the, the best internet that you're going to get, is just good enough to check emails. Right. right, right. You, know, you can't, uh, it's not good for any kind of like Skyping or FaceTiming or anything okay. like that because it's yeah. just not a good service. Right. You can send a picture the old fashioned way. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, they kind of warned about, uh, the fact that if you, you know, need, uh, uh, internet service for file transfers and shit like that, right. that, ain't, that ain't happening. Well, that's good. That's actually good because then you won't have a good time. Yeah. So some people who are concerned or consumed with work and, you know, want to do shit, you know, while they're on the ship, it's just like, well, that's kind of a deterrent. Yeah. Well, well, that's good, dude. Honestly, that's, that's actually good because if they can keep you connected to work, then you don't have a good time at all. You end up in your fucking room you know, might be a nice view of the water while you're on the balcony, but you're still sitting with a laptop fucking working. So exactly. Fuck that. You know, people like John, you know, he, he's probably going to have to do, do some kind of work with his being a lawyer and all. Yeah. yeah. So he might be doing some lawyerly work, you know, who knows? Yeah, probably not. John will take the week off. I don't think so. You don't think? No, I don't think he would. I, th mm -hmm. I think that he, uh, he'll probably have to, you know, do something. Yeah, you would hope he would. Hope he just fucking get away and have a good time. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, man. It'll be definitely interesting. Definitely sure. interesting. So, um I was I got the uh I got the uh what do you want to call the enhanced driver's license in the mail today. Oh. Wow. So, that's uh that apparently is uh is is a big thing come May 3rd that if you Ooh. don't have one, you can't fly. Ooh. So I, not that, not that it affects you because you, you're, you don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon, but 
The, the uh, last time I was on a plane, 2010. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> flying what to Dallas or something or Texas? Yeah, or one of those one of those Dallas jobs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a long fucking time since I've been on a plane, and I don't miss it. I don't miss it. If somebody dies, they're gonna have to wait to bury the body till I get there, <laughs> or I'll send a card because right. I just I can't be bothered with flying. Right, Look, of course. Pain yeah. ass. It is. I agree. Flying, flying is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And I've been around the world. I don't need to go again. True. That's kind of how I look at it. Is real. That's really why I don't fly. Is I just don't have any desire to travel. Mm-hmm. I've been. You know, I've been everywhere. I've been to all the states. I've been to most of the countries. You know, I mean, I've been everywhere there is to go. Who are you, you know? Johnny Cash? Yeah, I've been everywhere, man. That's right. I mean, <laughs> you know, do you think Johnny wrote that song about? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it is the world we live in. I I don't necessarily like it. I but uh, in order to do what I do, I just gotta play the game because yeah. otherwise you're you're uh, canceled out. Mm-hmm. I'm and happy to be canceled. <laughs> and that's that's a that's a uh, kind of a scary uh, proposition right there. That uh, yeah, we're making things that if you don't uh, comply, you don't uh, participate. Yeah, dude, it's the way it is with every, with every stupid thing under the sun though, man. It's, you know, the, everything from the censorship to the, you know, to the cancel culture, to the banking, everything is, everything's going that way. Mm-hmm. Eventually we're just going to have a fucking civil war, you know, regular people versus the, the tech oligarchy. And, and that'll be that it'll end. However it ends. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's really the direction we're going to. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you see that video I'd sent you from that JP Sears about the PayPal thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was real good. Yeah. He was funny. <laughs> so did they, um, did PayPal actually lose six, six billion in, in uh, market share? I don't and, know. I don't know if that's true, but it probably is. Yeah. They probably did. Yeah. Boy, that enraged a lot of people as it should. Yeah, it should. Yeah, just this whole, you know, well, you know, we're going to find you for saying stuff we don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck are you, shitwad? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, who are you to find me for something you don't like? Yeah, well, but that's the way, that's the way it is, dude. You know, for now, I, I mean, it's eventually that's going to get, event, when that gets to the courts, I think that gets shut down just like a lot of this other shit does because, mm-hmm. because the, the PayPal or the, the financial institutions are backed by government funds. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so why should they get to fucking, you know, the government, if the government can't tell you how to think in theory, then why would you get protection when you're doing that? Right. Well, you know, I, you're not, you're not acting as a bank. Yeah. Well, you know, like him or not, I, I think Alex Jones is the one who's taken it on the, on the nose, the hardest when it comes to that stuff. I mean, Remember what was it? Three years ago already? Yeah. Three, almost four years ago when mm-hmm. when basically they pulled all of his funding from everything. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. they just, they closed down his bank accounts and they closed down his way of of uh, donor uh, subscribers or or people who want to donate money to his to his uh, info. Oh wars. yeah, they they cut him down. They they killed him. But yeah. I saw now that the families of Sandy Hook are suing him for like seven hundred trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah, of course, trillion. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny that he's laughing at all of that shit. Did you did you happen to see he was he was live streaming during the reading of his verdict? He wasn't at the court. He was he was at his studio live streaming while they were reading his his sentence. Yeah. Oh my god, he was fucking hysterical. He was just like, ah, give me another fifty million. Give him another fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he just was like, he just was like, I'm not paying it. I don't care what number you put on it. I'm not paying you. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Hey, you and can, he's right. What are they going to do? I mean, really, what are they going to do? Well, I mean, look at OJ. Yeah. I mean, he's still, he's still got walking around money, even though he got sued by the Goldman's. Yeah. Well, I mean, that has to do with pension, but the the real thing with this is a great point. I don't know if it's Alex Jones who made this point or somebody else made the point. E OJ killed two people. Yes. And was, was fined. $33 million. Mm -hmm. Alex Jones said mean things. He did. And was fined a billion dollars right. for saying mean things. Yeah, he didn't kill anybody. No, he, he just talked anyone. about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's the culture we live in is, is the whole safe space and saying mean things. And no. you know, that, that was the whole gripe of, of the lefties against uh, President Trump. He tweets mean things. Yeah. He has mean tweets. Yeah, well, and, and he's so, uh, Alex Jones is so right about this whole thing being a kangaroo court. How can you fucking, I, if he wasn't found guilty in the criminal court, how can you find him anything mm -hmm. in a civil court Yeah, for an opinion? It's still an opinion. Yeah, it's an opinion. You know, I mean, in the end, in the end, he didn't violate a single law. No, you know, so he, they should get overturned. You know, he made, he made opinions. I, I I'll be anxious to see how this goes as it goes up through Supreme court. Cause I'll tell you if, if he ends up having to deal with this, like for real, you know, like the Supreme court says, yes, he's liable for all this, you know, then it's goodbye to everything. It's goodbye. It's goodbye to <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you this now, if he's found guilty of everything, goodbye to the CMS. Cause I'm done. Right. I'm not risking my life for fucking for, you know, for that. Fuck yeah. them. You know, I'll just, I'll just sit here and I'll, I'll be the worst kind of enemy that kind of thinks it quietly <laughs> while I plot to take over the world. Right. You know, instead of just spewing it here, I'll be the one that keeps it, keeps it quiet. I'll be the Randy Weaver. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just you just drive down the street if if you choose to even leave the house. Just look at them. Just look at them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, would you look at that? Thank you, Ohio, for letting me drive with my pistol now. <laughs> just in case I get the itch. Right. Because <laughs> you know it's those legal gun owners shooting up everything. That's right. Well, in case my car gets the itch, because if I have my gun in my car, it must be the gun doing the shooting. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I saw, I saw over here, uh, over in, uh, the Western suburbs of Chicago out on, uh, interstate 294, which is like, a uh, there's like four to six lanes, uh, in each direction. Right. And, uh, there's a traffic jam and, uh, and a guy got carjacked in the traffic jam. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> in broad daylight. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, they're sitting in a traffic jam and a guy gets carjacked while he's mm-hmm. sitting in traffic. Typical. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. I I I didn't think I would think much about it, you know, when when they legalized that you could open carry here. I like the open carry. Mm-hmm. I and I mean, you know me, I don't really go anywhere, but I just like the comfort of having a piece on me. Yeah. Especially in the car, you know, especially in the car, you know, for the reason you're saying right there, if one of these goddamn fucking psycho block the streets thing starts and they start banging on cars or whatever, won't be my car. (laughs) It will not be my car. Yep. (laughs) You know, I like, I I've started doing that where I carry now. Um, yeah, that's much more comfortable. Yeah. It's much more gooder. It is much more gooder. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The days of the saw are gone. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the saw <laughs> has definitely been retired. <laughs> I don't carry a, I don't open carry a saw anymore. Nope. I open carry a judge. No saws. <laughs> uh, it's interesting choice of uh, weaponry. You have there, judge Aiken. <laughs> of course it all, it all plays in. Exactly. It was be my fun. master plan. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be funny if, if your judge had a little wig on the, on the, put on the end. Yeah. (laughs) It had a little powdered wig on the end. Paint a little face on the end of the, on the end of the bullets. Exactly. When they come out, the last thing you see is is a big fat judge Aiken face hitting you in the face. (laughs) I got sentenced by the judge. That's right. Guilty. Exactly. My, my, my sent my sentence is six feet under. That's right. <laughs> or, or I walk with a severe limp. Yeah. I sentence you to being a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. So what do you, what do you keep uh, in the chamber? Do you keep the four ten in there? Four tens. Yeah. I yeah. Keep four tens in. Yeah. You know, dude, if I was in my car and I had to, come across my body and actually shoot somebody my fucking you know i might put my hand through the windshield yeah you know there's no way to brace so the you know it's gonna swing Mm -hmm. i might put my hand through the windshield so now i keep the four tens or yeah the four tens Mm -hmm. yeah those are those are interesting little shells yeah they're nice yeah i know i i i've shot the judge um one of my brother-in-laws has one and I was shooting that and yeah, it's amazing. The, the spread that that little 410 will, will have as it sure. projects out. Yeah. Hey dude, it's a hand cannon. It literally that. I mean, I, people have said that about that gun that it, that's really, it is a hand cannon because it shoots. I mean, honestly, it's, it's a shotgun in your hand. It is. It's a little tiny shotgun. <laughs> It's a little handheld shotgun. It is. It's, it's, and, and it's better than a, you know, like even a sawed off or a, a, you know, it's better than a sawed off shotgun because it's so small. Yeah. But it shoots, it shoots big. Holy shit. Does it shoot big? So do you have any uh, thoughts on the, um, the comparison between the governor and the judge? Um, the only thing I, I don't know. I I've held both. I've not shot a governor. Um, well, that sounds weird, but, um, <laughs> um, 
I, I, you know, I, I haven't shot a governor either. Yeah. How about that? But, um, I don't know when I held them in my hand, I just bought the one that felt better. I see. You know, that, that was, I really haven't investigated. Even when I bought the judge, it wasn't like I did a bunch of investigating. Yeah, you just, you just picked up a, a gun. It yeah. was sort of, well, it's kind of a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had been looking for a gun for like six, eight months and I had been picking them up and, you know, holding them and whatever. And, and none of them felt right. You know, and when I put the judge in my hand, I was at a gun show and, um, uh, I saw it and I was like, wow, this is something. And I picked it up and I was like, this is the one. Yeah, there you are. You know, I don't know why, but I just felt like that was the one. So I bought it on the spot. Nice. This, this feels like home. Yeah. <laughs> it fits perfect. It does. It does. Yeah. So that was, that was how that ended up in my, in my small, I don't have an arsenal like yours, but no, of course not. Who does? No, <laughs> I don't know. The army. <laughs> yeah this 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 almost looks like your mossberg yeah oh, my mossberg's here somewhere i think oh it's over here oh, where, where the hell is my gun it walked away yeah look at that yeah there we are all right twin killers <laughs> look at you guys with your assault rifles right <laughs> You guys should be kicked off the planet forever. Yeah. I'm going to cancel you. Yeah. You guys are MAGA Republicans. You, you and your guns. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're a threat to democracy. Sure are. <laughs> yep. I sure am. Look how threatening I am. Yeah, see, I even got a skull behind me too. Look at how evil I yeah, am. No, look at that. Wow, just yeah. evil and Eddie, biblical shit on this side. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's just looking up at the at the uh, up at the sky and shaking his fist toward Jesus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it though. This is yeah. I, I, it's just it's just funny and fun for me. Sure. I don't know about our fans. I don't know if they, they like that stuff, but yeah, whatever. Fuck you. If you don't, they don't matter. <laughs> they don't matter. Hmm. Uh, well, anything else cool going on? I saw that you uh, released a little tidbit, a little snippet of your blackie lawless interview. I did. And it got all over the place in like record. I, dude, I, I'll never understand how boring at blabbermouth works. I put that clip up at like noon today. And I just sent him a quick email that said, Hey, you know, I, I got this clip of Blackie saying, you know, he might play fuck like a beast again. And, um, I mean, within an hour, my phone was going off of, uh, of a met like a, what is that? The Google mentions or whatever yeah, those yeah, are called. Yeah, the, the alerts, Google, the Google alert. alert saying, yeah. yeah, Chris Aiken, you are on Google alert. And I looked it up and it was Blackie lawless says that I was like, Holy fuck. Yeah, look at that. I, I literally just cut this clip. Like fucking and a half hour ago but it, it got all over the place and hey good you know i mean that's the that's the goal i, I think i i think the actual interview comes out wednesday so yeah we well, yeah, got the little got the little teaser out there yeah got it out there. i sent you the whole thing didn't i yeah, i think you did. I did. You did. yeah it was a good interview with blackie yeah, absolutely i i again i haven't spoken with blackie and see when was the last time i spoke to him it was 
I'm going to guess around 2000 and it was, it was, uh, the neon God. So it was okay. 05, 2004. Yeah. Four or five somewhere, somewhere in there. That's the last time I spoke with him, I spoke with him about the neon God. Right. And, and that's, uh, when it raised all that controversy about Frankie Benali. Right. Remember, remember all the Frankie do. stuff and everybody, you know, because that made a lot of ripples out there that, uh, um, uh, Blackie was not happy that Frankie wouldn't uh, join his lineup of Wasp to tour, right. even though he pl- he supposedly played on the album. And then uh, Blackie had made some statement that, uh, well, because Frankie didn't uh, want to tour with him, he just removed all his j- drum tracks and just redid all the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> and that turned into an ugly uh, you know, it was all over the the blabber mouth and the brave words. Sure. And where Frankie went, they asked him about it. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. So that was that was fun. But sure. yeah, that's the last time I talked to Blackie. That's the last time I interviewed him. And uh, he's always, you know, a very intellectual interview. You sure. know, it's, it's very, he's very direct and very mm-hmm. precise and very purposeful in his uh statements yeah dude you got to hear ron keel's interview with him from like a month ago he interviewed him on the way to the dentist <laughs> so they spent a, they spent the first five minutes talking about dentistry <laughs> ron was on his way to the dentist or no blackie was on his way to the dentist he oh, called I see. into ron's show <laughs> oh i see and they're just talking about dentistry it's pretty sure. funny <laughs> yeah yeah, well, I'm I'm glad to see uh, Blackie is uh, finally going to play in the states again. Of course, I got tickets to go see uh, him in St. Charles. Sure, and, be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because last time I saw a, a Wasp show was uh, he was on that that package tour with uh, Stephen Piercy, Metal Church. Sure. Uh, what, what was that called? Do you remember? It was a little package tour. No, it was it was at Peabody's here, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. You you went. I you went. went. Yeah, it was on at Sunday night, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was really fucking late. That's what I remember about it. Was mm-hmm. it like Blackie went on like one in the morning or something? It was like yeah. really late. But it was a good show. I remember it was a it was a great show. But it a long time ago. Jesus. Yeah, I think it, I think it was like Metal Church, L.A. Guns, Stephen Pearson solo, and and Blackie Lawless or Wasp, right? And then they had that little side room with like eight more bands. <laughs> well, I, I saw it. I saw it uh, at a, it was kind of a bizarre place. It was just sort of like a open building. It was like a, almost like a warehouse type building. Right. There was basically a, a big empty room that uh, the whole place on the interior was painted black. Okay. And they basically put a stage and a sound system in there. Oh, perfect. You know, there was like a, like a steel building and and I can't remember what they called. It It was like the the music bank or something like that. And it was, uh, you know, it was just kind of a, a no frills venue and they hosted that show. And I took my nephew, uh, with me and, uh, Oh, I know what it was too. Uh, That was, uh, he was promoting neon God on that tour. Right. And when I, when I had, um, interviewed him and they were talking about, um, LA guns being on that bill. Uh, people were wondering if, uh, Steve Riley would, oh, right. would join him on stage for maybe a song or two. And he goes, why, why would I do that? 
<laughs> well, he was in the band at one point and nope. played a few of the albums. And he was like, no, I got my own band. Yeah, I don't need that fucking, that fucking fired drummer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not part of my band anymore. No, he's out. Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is, you know? So, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's it 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 been been controversial uh interviews over the years when i think sure. about how many times you and i have done some interviews that that caught fire out there just because of some of the you know controversial statements oh, that yeah. get made or somebody got their feelings hurt or <laughs> yeah, that's more the case that's really the case is that people just get their feelings hurt it's not that we did anything it's that they no, it's just that we asked the right questions yeah and then they get all butthurt and they're like, oh, you got to take that down. No. Yeah. You, why are you sandbagging these people? Yeah. Nope. Not hearing it. Yeah. Move along. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yep. I mean, that's, you know, I, some, someday when I can sit back and think about, you know, in, in retrospect, the, the things that you and I have done in the, in the music business or in the music world that have, uh, made an indelible mark at some point right you know just remembering stuff you know uh whether it was involvement with metal sludge or whether it was you know if you remember the whole cc deville debacle oh yeah yeah with the the stolen tape the Mm -hmm. the tape from me when i interviewed cc deville and they're just you know uh you can't get that let that out there yeah well we did (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you can't put that interview out there then why'd you do it you dummy yeah exactly <laughs> i have no control over what i do yeah how can you expect me to be responsible for me yeah <laughs> what the hell man <laughs> stupid yeah all right well i'm uh, looking forward to uh yeah, the fans should look forward to uh the the blackie lawless interview that you said is going to be out on wednesday right yeah that is out on wednesday let me look here i can tell you exactly what comes out this week um on monday is the band them which those of you that like king diamond you'll probably like that band they're they're not real known but they're they're really they're, it's a the guy was a king diamond tribute singer Mm-hmm. and he writes concepts like king diamond so it's definitely like king diamond and then blackie on wednesday and then um david reese on friday so nice another david's friend of the show david. yeah david's always a good interview yeah he's talking about his new band um iron allies with herman frank yeah nice it former. is a german record very much german <laughs> <laughs> former former accept guy that's right well, two yeah. former accept guys <laughs> yeah Oh, that's true. I, yeah, I forgot about that. What was yeah. that? Eat the heat. Eat the heat. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. So, I, I, speaking of except I, yeah. I, I saw some, you know, um, news about except this week and I noticed that, uh, they had to cancel a show because Mark Tornillo, uh, he was, his voice was getting pounded pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, so they had to take a few days off to let him recover and, yeah, I was looking at the lineup, and uh, the only the only guy in except anymore is Wolf Hoffman. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because Baltus left too. You Everybody know who said you heard they brought in a replacement singer, right? No, I wasn't aware. The pastor McMaster jumped in. Oh, did he? Yeah, Jason oh, McMaster sang a couple of. I think he. I know he did one. I'm not sure if he did more than one show, but he did at least one show with except. Oh, nice. Good for him. Yeah, love him, man. 
He's wow. got a great podcast. If, if anybody wants to follow a great podcast, it's not even on our network. It's just a podcast that's fucking awesome. Jason McMaster's podcast is called Talk Louder. It's on YouTube. It is excellent. He does excellent interviews, and he gets no hits. Like, he gets, like, 90 fucking plays. He interviews, like, ridiculously good bands. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't have traction for some reason, but it's a great podcast if people want to check that out. It's called okay. Talk Louder. Okay. Look that up. It's good. Well, good on him. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I say we take a break, take our first break, and okay. uh, get, get into some show. So uh, what uh, what can we play? Um, I have been on a white zombie kick all week. So what? let's let's go um from Les Sex or Cisto. Let's go with the first track. Welcome to the planet, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. And, and, and what's uh what's uh with the uh white zombie uh fix this week? Uh no real reason. Just kind of you know. I don't know, seeing John Five's name in the news all week and that Riggs rejoined the band now that, that you know, and I interviewed Riggs as he drove his car to the mall, which is one of the more weird interviews I've done in the last year. I don't know, just sort of in my brain. But, okay. um, but yeah, I just, plus I just like White Zombie. Let's just be honest. I like him. All right. So you want to hear Welcome to the Planet, motherfucker, huh? That's right. Okay. All right, well, we're going to play a few tunes. We will be back, so here it is. It's uh, White Zombie exclusively here. On your Classic Metal Show. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out the Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand